The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bengals fans are amazing. They're resilient, they're tough, but they're fun. And I'm I'm really excited to hopefully meet a lot, a lot more of you. Isaac has the big game. Then we became a real balanced offense for the playoff run, which I thought was really important. He put on the greatest route running exhibition I have ever seen in my life. He was he was football 24-7, and that was the greatest part of, of Chad. Times at times uh, early. Part, I would tell him when we were throwing deep passes, I said, don't wait too long, you know, because I'm going to get away. If you ain't going to have the arm to get there. So, you know, I want to run to the ball, you know. Well, Duke, it looks like Duke's in the waiting room. I don't want to keep Duke waiting. He gave us uh, a very limited amount of time. I know he's a busy, busy man. Duke, what's going on, big dog? How you doing, buddy? Jim, how are you, man? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, hey. I'm real busy. I'm sitting on my porch. Yeah, well, hey. <laughs> Have a little drink going on there. You know, Joe Burrow has played in big games his entire life, and I would think he will be a steady hand at the at the, at the bow of the ship. And uh, I think I wouldn't be surprised if they take him all the way to the Super Bowl. I really wouldn't. Do it. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, everybody. We got some echo. We got time. some echo time. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, hold on. We're all right. We still there? All right. We fixed it. We fixed it. Guys got a great lineup tonight. Um, uh, the nine and four Cincinnati Bengals, baby, making a run right now. And it doesn't feel a hell of a lot like the 2021 Cincinnati Bengals right now. But real quick, uh, kind of let you know what's going on tonight. Uh, we've got. Um, uh, on the mark segment with uh, with Mark, we've got uh, making a difference with Tony DeTiger. Some really big updates for everybody there. Uh, big Burrow is trying to figure out right now his uh, his his uh, his his laptop right now. Big Burrow's big fingers cannot uh, work the laptop, James. So he's trying to figure that out right now. So uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, brother. Yeah, it's definitely another win. We finally got that monkey off our back um, Sunday, and I think all of us are ready to head south to the. Uh, warm sunny weather in uh florida and and uh 
see the official passing of the torch. Uh, what I envision is that after the game, after we win by 10 or 14 points, Tom and, and Joe are going to meet at center field. Tom's going to pass Joe the torch, and the new legacy will start of uh, one of the top quarterbacks in the league. So hopefully it goes that way. We'll see. Um, but regardless, great game on um, Sunday. And our uh, man, Tony, um, we raised some more money, didn't we, buddy? Yeah, we did. Uh, Who Day Nation, Bengal Nation, all the fans worldwide even. Uh, we are at $92,000 for the year. It is freaking awesome. Um, Toys for Todd is, is going well. Um, guys uh, earned almost $4,000 for Toys for Tots. And we're currently sitting, believe it or not, record-breaking year for Toys for Tots for us. Um, we're at over 950 toys as we stand right now. And I still have another week left uh, with my company as well as the Amazon stuff that we're doing. So uh, we're going to exceed the thousand uh, toy goal that we wanted for sure. So uh, it's, it's been awesome. Can't, I can't wait for it uh, um, this Christmas and be able to deliver them toys. We're going to deliver them uh, next Tuesday and uh, be able to help out a lot of families. So it's just awesome. Let's yeah. talk about those uh, toys for tots. You can see here, I believe this is at your work, just loading up these huge totes with, um, with toys. Uh, how many have we collected thus far, Tony? Uh, nine, over 950 toys at this point. Yeah, we had a, a great turnout there with that picture that you're showing right there. We uh, had a toy drive last Saturday. Um, we even had a busload of uh, toys come to us, and uh, we actually did fill that bus. We filled the bus full of toys for sure, and it's all thankful to uh, everyone out there who's helping us do this. So it's been, it's been a great, uh, great experience, great campaign for us. Don't mind uh, Jimmy's uh, – Freaky. Well, I don't even know what that outfit is, but um, Tony, you look <laughs> on point as always. Cousin Mark looks uh, looks great, and and Jimmy, I don't even know what you're doing there. Hey man, hey, hey look, I was the West Side Santa, uh, and Tony was the East Side Santa. That's all. That's what I'm, I'm living the West Side. I was the West Side Santa. I'm good with that. We and hey, we had a hell of a time. I mean, we stopped at the Walmart Eastgate. People were going in buying toys, throwing them in the bus. Uh, we spent in there, went in there, spent about seventeen, eighteen hundred dollars uh, of money that we raised for those toys. Came down to the pro shop. Uh, tons of people came down to the pro shop. We had an entire another tailgate bus. I'm going to forget his name. Bengal Will, maybe uh, they have a tailgate. Uh, I think down in uh, Longworth had their bus full of, of toys unloaded and threw them on our bus. Man, you talking about when Bengal fans work together? That that's what happened Saturday, man. It was a lot of fun, man. It was a lot of fun. I do have to give my wife credit, though, because I don't know how she could spend $1,800 so quick. It felt like it took us forever to spend $1,800 worth of toys. We kept going back and back and back. It was it was a great time. Yeah, it was, it was even getting to the point where uh, uh, the folks at Walmart brought a skid right up to the register. <laughs> and we were just unloading the skid and putting it on the conveyor belt. It was really great. It was a, it was a lot of fun to be able to get that many toys for all these kids. Hey, it turns out exaggerating. They literally had skids right next to these. We were just... Throwing them up, man. It was it was awesome. And and this, picture, and this picture right here, I just want to explain why we kind of changed our graphic a little bit because I wanted to reflect that these ninety two thousand dollars is because of all these people that come to our tailgates, um, everyone that gives to our raffles. It's all because of you that we're able to to be able to raise this kind of money for the charities that we've been working with. So kudos to all you guys. Yeah, and one other thing to uh, to touch on, I thought those uh, the raffle prizes were were on point on um, Sunday. We had an autographed football. I don't know if you can see it in the yeah, but it's in the bag there in the picture in the center. That gentleman um, won, I believe, it was uh, last year's 
Super Bowl um, team, uh, completely signed football, Jamar, Joe, you name it. Uh, the gentleman on the right there you see with the Boomer Esiason signed helmet. Uh, the young gentleman in the center won the um, Ravens tickets, and then we had uh, Festival of Lights tickets. So kudos. Those were some, some awesome prizes. And, and just if you look even closer, look at the pure joy on Tom's face there in the, uh, in the top right. We finally got him down to a tailgate. And man, was he happy just to uh, to be there and enjoy the fun with us. <laughs> that is that is two in a row now, James. Man, so uh, not, not, not finally, and and that was a uh, somebody pushing me. Hey, they want you in this picture. So okay, okay. Well, you hey, we we're missing our Canadian friend. You've made more tailgates than he's made shows in the row. So kudos to you, Tom. <laughs> he is he is busy at work keeping the Canadian economy thriving. So yeah. we miss him and, and you never know. He may, he may pop in. Hey, uh, hey James, if you could find that link for the Logan Wilson thing, we got to hit on this for a little yeah. bit, guys. Uh, this, this is an amazing thing. We, we were reached out by, well, we, this Logan Wilson autograph Jersey uh, was given to us by Logan Wilson. Um, game, it was a game-worn jersey for the Pittsburgh Steelers game, right, Tony? I think is what, what he said that was for. That's correct. That's correct, yep. Uh, we set a limit at 100 ducks. He has a family that that's kind of lives close to him that's having some, some significant medical issues uh, that the, the wife is having. They're struggling with meeting ends, meet, hospital bills, the whole nine yards. So we set the limit at 100 ducks for next Tuesday. We blew through 100 ducks less than a week. Six days. So six days. days. Uh, it's five grand, guys. Five grand. Logan uh, texted us today uh, and said, "Hey, man, we would like to add another hundred ducks." So next week, uh, we potentially will have three duck races, basically two heats of a hundred because we can only do a hundred ducks at a time. The winner of those two races get the get to uh, race for the third race for the winner take all for that game used. Uh, Logan Wilson jersey. How awesome is that, man? That is just ridiculous. Um, to, to, and, just, and, hey, just for the one day, we just started. Uh, we added an additional hundred ducks today. And we've already got fifteen of them sold. So there is. I think we're looking to get a permit for that. There is a humanitarian concern. You can only run those ducks so hard. But, uh, <laughs> I think once we get the permit for that, hey, uh, for the heat hey, and then the final race. We'll go. We'll go for it, and James and I'll call it. Hey, hey, Tom. If if we get if Peta starts protesting at our tailgate, man, we're we're blaming you for this. All right, you can you can deal with the Peta, folks. I'm working to get the problem solved. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know yeah. they they contacted me. I'm still taking Jamie and I are taking heat because we we bought the winner of the last duck, and you know we retired it and sent it out to stud. <laughs> if, if, if Jamie and I are taking heat for that. You know we went in fifty fifty to. Oh no! I'm I'm working uh, with these guys. It'll be worked out. Don't worry about. Oh, uh, all right, Tom. Let's let's hit you right here, brother. Let's hit you. Um, uh, on this date in Bengals history, this is a layup, brother. December thirteenth, nineteen eighty one, late in the year, playing a city near West Virginia. What happened that day? The significance of that day in Bengal history. A really, really tough, gritty <laughs> win. Ken uh, Anderson very efficient. The Bengals defense in that nineteen eighty one season stepping up. Uh, beating, uh, you know, the the town where the Ohio River starts to give the Bengals the AFC Central Division Championship. Yep, yeah, nailed it. I knew that. Jimmy, Jimmy, you still can't stump them. 
Now, it's going to happen. It's going to happen before the end of this year, Tom. I'm getting you. I'm telling you. I'm going to find one. Uh, but yeah, we've been how many years doing this? We haven't been able to stump you yet, buddy. So we'll get we'll get there. Uh, a couple other quick quick things. Uh, heirloom framing. Uh, our buddy uh, Josh and and Hollis and those guys from Cincy Bob's this Saturday. Heirloom framing from twelve to three. Uh, looks like Max Montoya is going to be there. Uh, the Max Montoya Bengal Legends bobblehead will be there. Uh, get there, man. I'm telling you, these these bobbleheads. Uh, everybody in this screen, I think, has some of these bobbleheads. They're first class, guys. This is no cheap little. These are FOCO bobbleheads. This isn't something somebody doing this stuff out of their basement. Josh has done a really good job with this this legend series. Just wait till you see all the ones coming down the road. But uh, this Saturday, twelve to three, heirloom framing up in Fairfield. Um, and I tell you what, do we do we do we want to see if, if Big Brother's on, or do we want to talk about? Uh, do we want to? I tell you what, you want to go to making uh, go to on the mark. Where do you want to go next, James? Yeah, let's go to uh, on the mark. Uh, we had a. Fun tailgate as always down there Sunday. I think Mark will do a good job of uh, recapping it. You want to go ahead and do a quick intro before we play the video? Absolutely. Uh, it was another wonderful Sunday. Uh, it wasn't as nearly cold as I thought it would be, which was I was very thankful for that. Uh, we had some great guests come down. Uh, Santa was down there. He told me that we would get the win, and we did. So it was nice. So I, I you know, actually believe in Santa again. Um, and also, you know, part my. My, one of my favorite things is meeting people from other countries. And there was someone there all the way from Prague. And that was really cool to be able to capture that and watch him put his pin in the flag. So you can roll that beautiful bean footage, my friend. Here we go. In Prague and uh, one other thing uh, before we go to that video, uh, Brisbane, Australia, too. So we had uh, oh, wow. three England, different England continents represented. Uh, represented. So Europe, Australia, and Canada America again. Canada represented again. at, uh, at Bengal Gym. So that was, uh, that was pretty cool. All right, without further ado, let's roll uh, on the mark for week whatever we're in right now. Week 14, I think. Here we go. 14. Recap. Back at it once again in a few hours. Complete pandemonium. Hooter.
I really think that today is a day that we beat the worst team in NFL history. Our quarterback has been and our dang hero and our phenomenal team, the Cincinnati Bengals, are going to take home the win today. And if any word is, if any two words are going to go viral today, I think it should be who day. So go Bengals! All of you try to be good. Bengals 27. Browns flushed down at 13. Go Bengals! The four consecutive wins is making five and on. And another great season. Another Bengal victory! So it was, the weather was absolutely beautiful Sunday. I was shocked. Another great weather day uh, in Cincinnati for the tailgate in the game. Beautiful weather. I think uh, we were looking for that video of the other bus that pulled up. Mark had that um, on there, uh, as you alluded to earlier, Jimmy, the generosity of those guys that uh, came up from um, from another tailgate. Obviously, more Bengals fans that came and, and put the uh, toys on um, and chipped in was, was awesome. Um, we saw Jim Breach in there who was mm -hmm. ruler of the jungle, second straight ruler of the jungle that uh, stopped on down. Uh, Haven, uh, famous wisdom, tooth girls, led off Beer Fest Craig's uh, first round of shots on um, on Sunday and just an awesome day. And as always, Mark, great job uh, capturing what was a busy, uh, busy morning. Thank you. I also want to give a special shout out to Harrison, who comes down and does our Who Day prayer. I'm going to have to get that on there next time. And also a shout to Sarah out at Gold Star. She is awesome. She supplies us with so much stuff. She's always there to help us. So I just want to say thank you. Yeah. And, and, and I think somebody, Santa did pretty much, he came real close to calling that score, man. What did he say? 27, 13. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah. Augie. And I think somebody else mentioned, uh, mentioned that up here in the chat. So yes, let's see. Uh, Jungle Jerry. Yes. He was, uh, <laughs> Santa was pretty darn, uh, pretty darn close. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's go ahead. Let's talk about uh, the, the, you want to talk a little bit more about the game, or I mean, I mean, we got yeah. some injuries right. We got some injuries right now, Tom. I mean, um, some guys up in here, no IR stuff, but I mean, we got some guys that are dealing with some injuries. Before yeah, we well, jump into that, uh, before we jump into that, Tom, um, Jimmy, give everybody an update. What time? Because I know a lot of people are asking what time Kay's coming on. So we're about what twenty minutes away. Yeah. So yeah, in the opening, we're eight eight thirty five eight forty uh, is what uh, Kay is. Uh, 
is wanting to, we got K for about 20, 25 minutes, but uh, 8.40-ish is what we're planning on for, for K at this point. All right. Tom, sorry about really that. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, but, no, coming out of the game, looking forward, uh, Tyler Boyd, maybe the ultimate show of toughness, <laughs> had a compound fracture of his finger, a dislocation with the bone sticking out. He was in surgery while the game was still going on. I think, actually, he came out of surgery about the time the game was over. But uh, we miss him. T. Higgins aggravated that hamstring and warm-ups was limited to one play, um, angering fantasy football fans from coast to coast. But uh, we're hoping to have him back next week. We desperately need him going forward. Trey Hendrickson, uh, a broken wrist, and they're talking about only two weeks, but we'll see. His backup, Joseph Asai, injured his shoulder. He will be, if he can go, he will be playing in a harness and essentially be a one-armed paper hanger uh, on Sunday trying to chase down Tom Brady. He chased him down last year in the preseason, so there's no reason to think he can't get him again. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're very, very bang up. Mike Hilton has been on crutches, was on crutches Monday. His backup uh, may have broken his hand, Jalen Davis. So, yeah, you might as well uh, fly the team down in those helicopters from MASH as opposed to a Delta jet for the game Sunday. Uh, we are very, very banged up going against the greatest player in NFL history and a game that we want to win. And remarkably, despite their record, the Buccaneers are in first place in the NFC South. So they're desperate to win on Sunday. We're desperate to win on Sunday. And uh, they are getting healthier, and, and we are very, very banged up. But, no, a, a lot of heart on uh, Sunday. Offense sputtered in the beginning, but defense kept things at bay till the offense got clicking, and really the defense never uh, slowed down, James. No, not at all. Um, you mentioned uh, the AFC, or excuse me, NFC South. We've um, beat the first three teams there with New Orleans, Atlanta, and Carolina and just need uh, Tampa to make the, the clean sweep of uh, that division. Definitely banged up. I apologize. Did you mention um, T. Higgins' injury, Tom, or did I just miss it? Yeah, yeah, he, did. Yeah. he okay. aggravated his hamstring um, in, in warm-ups before the game was limited to just one play. So kudos sticking on the wide receiver front. We had uh, Trent Irwin on uh, the show last week, and, and what a wonderful guest he was. But, um, you know, it's something us on the show have been calling for, those um, practice squad guys get called up and, and make plays and – that's exactly what we saw um, Sunday. Obviously, Tyler Boyd was out early. T never got in. Um, Jamar was Jamar. But um, kudos to the the Trent Irwins. Obviously, we didn't have Hayden Hurst for just stepping up and making um, big plays. Not only was he a great guest, but obviously we know the, the football player he's becoming on the field after finally getting that shot of uh, riding the practice squad the first half of the year. Yeah, and Trent and, Taylor and, as well. Sorry. sorry hey, Tom, hey, Tom, so we were talking three or four weeks ago, hey, how do we get to 10 wins? Uh, we're at nine to four right now, and we got a shot still in the AFC North right now. So, um, what's, our, what's our path right now to win the North, Tom? Keep winning, win them all, win them all, and you're in. If, if Baltimore comes in here week 18 and we're tied with them, that game will be for the division. So, we, we've got to keep pace with them, bring them in here tied or a game ahead, and then just beat them. Um, so I mean, you know, the, the Bengals you know, control their own destiny. And that is just simply just win. the bills are the remarkably, you know, the bills were left for dead two or three weeks ago. Now they're the number one seed in the AFC. 
and they have to come here. So we just keep winning. Uh, I think the Bengals can write their ticket going into the playoffs. And, you know, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. The main thing is figuring out with a very, very injured roster uh, how to go down to Tampa and, you know, beat Tom Brady and his Buccaneers. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, just to talk about what you guys have been talking about, the one thing that this team keeps on doing is finding ways to win. And even with all these injuries, um, we're still we're still getting them W's. So uh, let's keep on doing what we're doing in that area and uh, hope our guys get well soon. And uh, uh, we'll, we'll use them at the end of the season for sure. Yeah, I mean, we, we can look at this. It's bad. That he, but none of these guys are out for the rest of the year, man. These are, you know, hopefully a couple week uh, issues here and there. But we'll need these guys to make this playoff run um, anyhow. So I'm just glad they're not uh, season-ending type situations for us for sure. There's there's some really ugly injuries. I think it uh, looks like the Cardinals lost their quarterback for the year uh, at this point. So every team's dealing with them. It seems like our Cincinnati Bengals, like we said, have that mentality. Guy coming off the practice squad, Trenton Irwin, comes up and just has a has a game the last two or three weeks here. So they're getting their opportunities. The guys are taking advantage of it. And that's what you need when you have players go down. That's what a very well-run organization does. And right now, uh, this, team's, uh, this play, team's playing at a very high level, guys. Also, I want to give a quick shout out to the offensive line. I mean, if you look back at the first few weeks, we could barely gain a yard. And to me, the biggest difference in the team now is our ability to run from shotgun. So if you remember a few weeks ago when we played the Falcons, we had a play where we ran a shotgun and it was play action. And Boyd was deep open down the middle and we scored a touchdown. Uh, if you flash here to this week, we didn't run shotgun, but a very similar play setup. And we ran the flea flicker in the slot and it was open down. So when you look at how the game, we, the ability to run from shotgun has completely opened up our offense. So I just want yeah. to give kudos to Zach Taylor and the whole offensive staff for great game plan. Yeah. Um, so heading down to Tampa this week, we'll talk a little bit more about that. I'm sure when Kay comes on, she'll dig into that a little bit as well. But uh, I, we have Big Burrow, I think, uh, in the waiting room. Uh, James, is he ready to go, you think? I think he is. Let's, uh, let's bring him on and uh, make it his debut. It was, what, uh, December, I believe, of uh, last year, towards the end of last season, when Big Burrow made his debut at Bengal Gyms in, in, in Lottie. Here you can see him rising high above Lottie, 35-plus. Um, he's up there with the uh, eight wonders of the world. What is it? The Astrodome, Andre the Giant, and then there's Big Burrow. So uh, making his debut here at uh, – Bengal Jim's Big Burrow, welcome, uh, welcome to the show. You got a tough uh, segue. Kay Adams is coming up right after you, but uh, we figured um, no person would better to handle the uh, the pressure leading up to Kay Adams. And welcome to the show. Well, thanks for inviting me, James. <laughs> it was uh, it was Jimmy. Um, you know, a lot's happened in the last um, what? Uh, what are we? Twelve months now since uh, you made your debut. You've got a T-shirt courtesy of Cincy Shirts. I'm gonna have to go back in and and see if I can find it. But uh, no doubt, I believe our luck has changed since you've uh, graced us with your uh, presence. It's crazy how many people are wearing those. It's uh, very flattering, and it tends to give you an inflated ego. Yeah. Hey, James, hey, James I mean, I have never – I thought Tony took a lot of pictures with fans, but ever since Big Burr's, I think Tony's getting a little jealous of Big Burr because the fans are getting pictures with Big – more with Big Burrow than anybody else at the tailgate right now. Um, I mean, how does that feel, Big Burrow, to be kind of like, you know, everybody's taking pictures with you, man. What's How does that feel? A lot of people taking pictures with you, kids, everybody. It's, it's very flattering. Um, you know, I think it it just uh, 
the tailgate has great players. Great players make great plays, and you guys always make great plays. So it's a great tailgate. As Jennifer hits a nail on the head, we I think we were the first to have the Bengal card on, and this is uh, I believe the first ever podcast for Big Burrow. So we thank uh, thank him for uh, for joining us as we talked about. Uh, made the trip to L.A. with us um, last year. Certainly a, a, a staple at all Bengal. Um, Home game. Yeah, that LA, uh, trip, that LA trip was something else, though, man. I'll tell you, boy, I was I was staying up with Coolio till about three in the morning, and ended up sleeping in the parking lot there. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I think Jimmy was supposed to uh, be in charge of you that night, but uh, I don't know what uh, what happened there. But we've got some messages here in the chat. Will you be making the trip south to Florida this weekend? Absolutely. I can't wait to get a little tan. I've been looking a little pale. And uh, looking to get a little sun down there. I can't. Hey, so what will you be wearing on the beach there, Big Burrow? I just want to, you know, what do you got? What do you got picked out? Um, I've got these uh, leather speedos, but I'm not supposed to tell anybody about it because they're worried about security down at the beach. <laughs> oh, Tom, Tom, do you have a question for um, for Big Burrow? Yeah, I'm just wondering. Uh, you know, certainly his his namesake, Joe Burrow. Do you work out as hard as Joe Burrow does in the offseason? I really just try to, uh, you know, just get filled with as much as hot air as possible. And hanging around you guys, it helps a lot. <laughs> so, Big Burrow, I know, we know you like to, to have some beers. I know you don't like uh, showing that down at the tailgate. But uh, I know me, you, James, Tony, Mark, and Tom and I went out to the bar a couple weeks ago. And you went with us and uh, – Tell everybody what your favorite beer is, Manny, because you can you can down some uh, some uh, some coldies, man. Oh, 16 lots Kenny's day drinking lager because I mean it's after the one of the best quarterbacks in uh, in Bengals history, and I hope to uh, be right up there with them someday. <laughs> well, on your way, Lisa asked uh, again, listener questions, and be thinking about uh, as we mentioned, Kay Adams is going to be following you up, Big Burrow, so. We're going to definitely get to some listener questions, so be thinking of those for everybody that's tuned in. We thank you for that. Lisa asked, do you like peanuts? I don't know if this is in reference to Tom at all. I don't even know where this question comes from. Do you like peanuts? (laughs) Um, I have a peanut allergy, actually. (laughs) Not a well-known fact, but uh, it's crazy because there's a whole lot of nuts down at this tailgate. (laughs) That's a true story. That is a true story. Mark, Mark, do you have anything you'd like to add to um, to the questions? Yeah, well, it's not really a question, more of a statement. I just want to say, you know, uh, Big Bro, when you're going all these road trips, please try to stay clean. But if you remember, we all had to give you a thorough shower uh, in Jimmy's front yard before the season started because you were absolutely filthy from hanging out on the roof at the Super Bowl. So just please be careful on your endeavors. Uh, actually, from the jungle to the hall. And uh, oh, was that, what it was? that was very appropriate for you to bring up. I thought that was between us. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, I mean, this is, I'm not I'm not the Cleveland Browns inflated. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not looking for uh, wipe downs. But anyway. So, so if everybody's been to if everybody's been to a tailgate before, <laughs> this show's gone south. Maybe it gets better when Kate comes on. Uh, Brian's asking, do you like Skyline Chili, Big Burrow? I'm a gold star, man. That's what we figured. That's what we figured. And here's here's another great question right here. Um, 
I, I think you did quite a few Bengal bombs to tailgate this past Sunday. You might have had a hole in your pants or something. Somebody said they uh, they saw you bending down, picking over a Bengal bomb. <clears throat> well, I'll tell you, Cincy Beer Fest makes those Bengal bombs. They're awfully darn good. And <clears throat> people will just go crazy. And I heard uh, I heard my handler, Craig Johnson, had a little uh, little little clothing faux pas there. Yeah, duct tape. There was nothing. But I have no fear. The other way, so I couldn't really see. It was nothing orange duct tape um, couldn't fix, but, um, you know, we do have that handy for, for emergencies on uh, game day. But, yes, there was a slight wardrobe malfunction. I, I was but, facing uh, east, and I didn't have to see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, James, yeah. this this one right here, this is – I did not know this. Uh, I don't know if you guys did, but uh, be careful when we're down in Florida, Eric's saying. Uh, there's a lot of helium pushers down there that may have you floating away from the tailgate. So just say no, man. Be good. Uh, don't do uh, don't do helium. <laughs> well, I'll uh, I'll take that in mind, but uh, you know that's why I choose oxygen. Just clean oxygen. That's what we need. Clean oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> James, I don't know where to go next with this. <laughs> muted, James. You're, you're muted or James. something. I'll I'll help you out, guys. I got to get on another call with the Macy's Christmas Day Parade, so I'll I, I got to run. <laughs> Big bro, right. we love having you. We'll see. We'll see you in Tampa. Hey, wait, real quick. How are you getting down to uh, to Tampa? Are you flying? What are you doing? Uh, my man, Kick in the Cincinnati Music Accelerator. We're we're gonna road trip down. Okay. Okay. So we'll he we'll see you down acts, here. He also acts as my bodyguard. Okay. <laughs> All right, brother. We'll see you. Thanks. For, we'll see you down in Tampa, big dog. Who day? Thanks for the support, guys. Who day, big bro? Who day? <laughs> All right. Nope. Kick. There, there's there's our man Kick from Cincinnati Music Accelerator, as, as you um, alluded to. Takes care of our sound, him and Justin, all season. And uh, Kick was in L.A. last year and will be making the, the trip to uh, to Tampa this weekend. So excited um, for Cincinnati Music Accelerator. The first road trip of the year and chaperoning Big Burrow down to the uh, Sunshine State. So as always, Kick. We appreciate uh, everything that uh, that you do. Let's see, we, Jimmy. We touched on the charity. We did our our mark section. Tom talked about the uh, game. Anything else you want to um, add leading up to the uh, the Tampa Bay game? I think last time, what was it? Eight years ago, we won 14-13 at um, Raymond James Stadium. Um, I believe that was a Sunday after uh, Thanksgiving. Certainly. Uh, a close game down there. What was uh, a gorgeous weather day? Um, what am I? What am I forgetting, Tom, about the game on Sunday? About this game on Sunday, yeah, I think we covered how large it was. That game back then was really a gift. We should have been thankful to Tampa. They they sort of had that, and they had some really foolish penalties in the last twenty seconds, and some bad clock management handed us uh, handed us that game. Um, Andy, before the game, I don't know if he came down with the flu or, you know, a little stomach virus, but he was very, very sick and uh, barely got through the game himself. So far as looking for that, hopefully we can get as healthy as possible. Uh, thankfully, our offensive line is the other the main thing for us is that Joe Burrow is healthy and unharmed. And um, somehow I know Lou Anarumo will come up with a, with a plan, the best plan possible for Tom Brady. Here's a here's a side note. Changing gears. Who's the idiot that walked in front of the Tony and Jimmy shoe with a Christmas tree? There he is. Oh. 
I blame Ty. I, I blame Ty for that. We were the Christmas tree was like hid behind Big Burrow there, and I was like, man, you know that's a staple every year. Jimmy, how long have you been doing that tradition of the orange Christmas tree? This is the thirtieth year that orange Christmas tree, so. So it was over there hidden by – we had some friends from Ohio Cash Explosion there at the, at the tailgate Saturday. They had a tent, and the Christmas tree was hidden behind there. And it's like, man, we got to get that thing front and center because we wanted to hang the Miller-like hands. Right, Brandon? The Miller-like hands and the uh, Dell's uh, 16 Lots Mason Claus. So um, the gentleman from – was it what channel was it? Uh, WLWT, Channel WLWT, 5. Channel 5. Tony and, and Jimmy are – are doing a, a live remote. I grabbed the tree, just oblivious. I hadn't even had a drink in me yet. I didn't even think I had my first cigar and just walk in front of it. had no clue till after. And, and kudos to you guys. You didn't miss a beat and, and just continued on. But um, I don't think that Christmas tree has ever been so popular. Yeah, the one thing that's funny is uh, I, I don't I don't smile because, you know, I, I don't look very good in uh, my, uh, my war paint. And I tell you what, you got me to smile a little bit there, uh, James, when you walk across there. Uh, so, you know, we saw the we saw the wisdom tooth girl go viral. I don't think this is going to go as viral as now, but hundred percent innocent and, and definitely made from some people laugh. So, thank you to Channel Five for for coming down, and I think they did live remotes all morning. So um, that was very generous of them, and uh, highlighted Toys for Tots um, work that everyone was so instrumental um, on. So thank you to them for for coming down and kind of capturing that some stuff live for the morning. Yeah, but we got a couple more minutes for KK's uh, signing on right now. She's telling me so. She'll be on here in a couple minutes. So we got a couple more minutes to to fill here, guys. And as we uh, talk to you, have your viewer questions ready. We'll do our best to get to them again. This is a show by the fans for the fans, and um, we'll do our best to uh, share as many of those on the screen and, and get uh, Kay's answers. We do have some pictures queued up that we'll ask her about, and uh, look forward to uh, this segment. For sure. Yeah, and and get your questions ready. We're going to try. This is 20 minutes. we got a cap with her at 9 o'clock. We're done. So we're going to rapid fire a lot of this stuff. We've got a lot of stuff already pre-planned. Uh, but get questions in there. James and I will go through and flag those questions. we got to screen those. Uh, we promised Kay we put, wouldn't put her in a bad spot, although we do have a video. She, you know, We'll see how she handles that video I found. Uh, it's a good one. Uh, she'll laugh at it, I hope. Uh, so... Ask any questions you can in here, guys. We'll try to get to as many as we possibly can. Also, I saw an interesting stat uh, about the Bengals. I think that our offensive line, the five starters, has played the most snaps of any starting line in the NFL. So I just thought that was interesting. We went from absolute liability to now a team strength. So, yelling at the right time. I think somebody had in the comments that first month of the year was an extended preseason. And certainly in those first couple of games, we looked like that. But, um, rather have a team struggle early in jail this time of year, and I think that's what we're doing. You know, Miles Garrett, I, I know Jonah Williams' PFF grade was so-so, but compared to other other games uh, where Miles Garrett was in the backfield the entire time harassing or hitting Joe Burrow, I think his only sack was on that uh, Jamar Chase pass where Jamar almost was like, uh, you know, just go ahead and take me down. Uh but, you know, Jonah did a very good job getting his way. You know, Miles Garrett was not allowed to take over the game. Well, what about our defense? Our defense holding Chubb to 34 yards. Rushing, I think, was only 70 yards. I mean, it was phenomenal. 
I think, was there a stat? They had like six yards in the second half, something crazy, crazy low on that. Yeah. On the Russians, the rushing side for uh, for Cleveland. So kudos to uh, Lou and what they're um, what he's doing on the, on the defensive side of the ball. It is always good to kick the living crap out of the Lake Erie Elves. You know, stick them back in that tree to bake cookies till next year. Um, you know, they just they absolutely deserve it. Uh, how the franchises run, and uh, you know that that classy face of the franchise they have. And, and I, I really love that the uh, uh, the Bengal fans uh, early in that game. Every time he stepped on the field, they lit him up. Uh, so it was it was good. You could hear you couldn't hear it. You couldn't hear anything in there when uh, Deshaun stepped on the field. That was great. So. Oh, and speaking of cookies, I want to say thank you, Chris, for the cookies you gave me on Sunday. I I totally forgot about these, and they were a pleasant surprise when I zipped my bag about forty minutes ago. So. I'm going to eat these after the show. Thank you. Yeah. All right, guys. So we'll, Kay's getting in the room right now. We're going to kind of put a couple of us in the waiting room. We're going to pull some of these guys back on. Uh, it looks like she just got out of there. So we'll leave you guys in here for a minute. So let me get in here. So she's was in the waiting room. Now she's not. So she's probably re-logging re in right now. I'm getting a message. She's logging in again. So she's logging in right now, guys. So bear with us. We'll, we'll, we'll get her on here for you. So she's in the waiting room. So we'll go ahead and put uh, Bougie Mark uh, in the waiting room here uh, for a little bit, removed from the stream. Tony, we'll pull you back on here a little bit too, if you don't mind. Uh, hold on one second. And uh, we'll let Kay get situated in the waiting room right now. So let's go ahead and let's do a quick little intro, guys, on uh, our next guest. So it's so funny, all the hundreds and hundreds of questions that the fans uh, on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and, and Instagram, and, and even a lot of direct messages that we get, wanted to ask hundreds and hundreds of questions. I'm telling you, two-thirds of the questions were about this. What is Kay Adams going to be wearing on the show tonight? We gave a couple of different options. Kay, I think, shared this on her Twitter account, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and Kay's always representing Houday Nation very well, very proudly. Uh, obviously, it's it's one of the teams she likes a lot. So let's see what direction Kay went uh, with her outfit today. And uh-oh, uh-oh, she's got something orange on. Here we go. Let's go ahead and welcome uh, from up in, up in Adams. Um, oh, what happened? She's, she's going to have to get in. Yep, yep. She's going to have to get back in one more time. Uh, <laughs> she, she was on her phone. Here she goes. Here she goes. All right, let's try it one more time here. James, go ahead and pull her on. Here. Hi. There you are. Hey, what's up? Wait, that is so much pressure. Not everybody can. You are an icon, Jen. You've got the Stop. hat. You've got Stop the outfits. It. I have so little, but it's but it's all very meaningful to me. So I thought about wearing my Bengals Run the North because I know that they don't get, but it was a bit of a manifestation. But instead, I went with the very first Bengals anything that I ever found and fell in love with, and it's my original stitched Houday. Uh, and I found it at a thrift shop in New York City of all places. And it was when I was just thinking about, you know, the Bengals and I happened upon it. And I usually buy any NFL gear that I see and I never see much Bengal stuff in New York. So I saw it, guys, and I wore it. And it was the first time that um, I wore something of the Bengals on Good Morning Football. And everyone, all of Bengals fans, lit me up on Twitter like, that is awesome. Where'd you get that? I can't believe she's wearing that on a national platform. And that's when the, um, you know, the love affair began. 
Yeah, I'll tell you, Kay, I've never seen uh, a national media personality get this much love from our fan base ever in my life. And it's uh, I know you you like other teams, but there's a special place in your heart for the Cincinnati Bengals and these fans, I would assume. Right. Uh, Yeah, that you'd be assuming. Right. That's that's for sure. Uh, I, I immediately was embraced. And I'll tell you, everyone asked, you know, You like all out of fan bases. You like the Chargers. You like, you know, you're from Chicago. You obviously have to root for the Bears, and I do. But there was something about the Bengals fans last year where they were were doing something that other fan bases, and I'll call them out because I'll just be honest, like the Titans don't do. Titans make it far in the playoffs, but they're always, why aren't you talking about us? We're not getting enough respect, all of that. The Bengals were not like that. It's not that they weren't feeling that way, but there was this real uh, meaningful calculated, measured way of enjoying it while it was happening that I've really never seen before in the NFL with teams that are underdog teams or teams that are a little bit more unheralded that make it uh, into the dance. So it was the whole ride was so magical. And to even like have a little bit of a ticket on that was so special. And then, of course, it was culminated not by the Super Bowl for me, but for the trip to Cincinnati. Because being in L.A., I've been to L.A. a million times, being in SoFi, sitting there in the cabana suites and seeing everybody, that was great and fun and amazing in its own way. But I've experienced that before. My first trip to Cincinnati, being welcomed the way that I was, seeing what you do, Jim, as you were the fan of the year, what you guys do for charity in the community coming together, and the warm hug felt by everybody from graders to the airport. It was just Something I'll never forget, and I'm so happy that we've won five straight. Let's go! Oh, yeah, you go, okay. All right, okay, we – look, I know you've probably never seen the show, but every guest we've had on some really big names on the show, former players, current players, Coach Taylor, we've had them on the show. We find – we go back in the archives decades, and we find videos and pictures and surprise our guests. Yeah. Uh, okay, I know you look scared right now, but uh, I did find one. I didn't want to get too crazy. But this is just like a 30-second video clip. Let's watch this clip. It's from about seven years ago, I think. And let's talk about this clip after it's done here. This is Kay Adams. This is Kay about seven years ago, everybody. He was using on the sideline or not. I don't think we should have phones on the quick slant set at all. What? I'm with you. Yeah, no phones. Okay, Dad and Dad. All that and so much more right after this on quick slants. All right, and go to break. Is that a take? Wait a second. What is she doing? Woodhead. Oh, uh, we talked about this. No Woodhead. cell phones. Tom, will you go tell Kay she can't use her cell phone on the set, please? What? Not on my watch. She's not. Kay! Kay! Hey, Tom. Were you using a cell phone? Nate said you had a cell phone going out here. I heard him earlier, loud and clear, no cell phone. My shoe? I just have a shoe. It's a Chuck Taylor. Does it look like a telephone, dude? Nate, it was a shoe. <laughs> we thought it looked Ooh, like a shoe. I'm on TV. Hello, McFly. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? It was it a promo? I think you were on like an yes. NBC sports station in Boston, right? Right. And I said, weirdly enough, I still do that show every Tuesday with Tom Curran. We would just have so much fun and there was so much creative freedom. And we would do these skits based on, you know, the crazy stuff that was going on with the Patriots. It was something with Bill Belichick not allowing cell phones anymore and somebody lied about it. So we would always do skits to open the show. The real story there is what the heck is that hair? What is the wig? What is the black? I, I mean, I had extensions. I had, I that don't was, know what that the was extensions? Was 
I had no yes. idea. Oh my God. That look, look, it literally looks like I'm playing the role on Broadway of a sportscaster <laughs> because the hair is so insane. It looks like it's, a, it's, it's Texas if I've ever heard it, but that was a quite a deep dive. Thanks, Jim. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. I'm going to catch hell for that one. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop talking. I got to turn it over to our resident. Look, okay. I'm not a big country music guy. Give me late 80s, early 90s hip hop. That's my go-to. But my buddy James up here is our resident country music expert. And I think he had a question for you, James. Okay, welcome to the show. And thank you for joining us uh, last year at the um, at the tailgate. Going back to the archives, you went to the University of Missouri and some of the um, radio stuff that you did um, in college. Looks like it was um, at a country uh, music station. Was it safe to assume you're a, a country fan? Uh, it's not safe to assume that. And I appreciate that though. I do, you know what? I remember you were the one handing me those shots over and over and you were hiding behind the speaker and yes. making sure that it wasn't squeaking, but there were a lot of orange shots handed to me by you, James. But be a Craig, but yes, yes. I'll tell I'm guilty. Of that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, I basically knew I wanted to be into, on television or on the radio and I wanted any way in. So there was an opening for a part-time shift on a today's best country, Clear 99 in middle Missouri. And I took it and I completely lied. I lied. Here's your, your tip, people who want to get where they want in their careers. Lie. Lie and fake it till you make it. <laughs> Because I went and I sat and I convinced uh, an incredible program director who's no longer with us, the wonderful legend, Teresa Davis. And I sat with her and she'd been in radio for 30 years. She's won Emmys, all of that. And I said, I can do, I love country. And she's like, really? And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I would be on from midnight to 6 a.m. talking about, you know, honky-tonk, badonkadonk. And is it oh. Dirk Bentley or Dirk Bentley? I'm like calling my friends. So it was a, a disaster. Oh. But I will say, James, that turned into these 3 a.m. visits to the like the commissary. There was like a coffee break room and it wasn't just the country radio station. It was country. And, you know, it was the hip hop station that Jim would love. And it was sports and news. And I would wander in and I would talk to these guys on KTGR, the ESPN affiliate, about the Rams and how woeful they were under Jeff Fisher and how, you know, the Chiefs can't get anything going. So, uh Jeremy Macklin, what's he doing at Mizzou? Where's he going in the draft? And I would just talk to them and they would be like, send a couple songs on the country station. You put that Brooks and Dunn on and come on and get on the radio. And I would do that. And it literally led to this. Nice. That's okay. great. All right. Let's, let's uh, here's, here's the show. I think yes! okay, you got a beer there. Yep. And I think I'm drinking a, a warm bourbon. So you have a beer. So see, I, I didn't, I'm not responsible for that, I don't think. But um, yeah, no. As, uh, as alluded to. We lost that day. We lost that day. It was ruler of the jungle, but I will say, and I wore the same hat, but it was the beginning of a, uh, a magical ride and I didn't stay for the game. So I think that's the key is maybe to come enjoy the pregame, but I had to get back for good morning football. Gotcha. That's right. That's right. And so I let's get through a couple, couple of these. I know we have a limited amount of time with you, Kay, but uh, Tom, go ahead and shoot, shoot. Hi, I know Tom. you have a, a question. Hi, Kay. One of the things, you know, I think the root of where Bengal fans connected with you is, you're not a typical national media personality, and that is you're well-prepared, you're fair, and when it comes to the Bengals, you don't use lazy takes from somebody's yellow notepad from 1998. But the past <laughs> is the past, including last year. How do you see the Bengals going down the stretch here? Uh, we've got four very tough games. We're not crippled, but very, very banged up going down into the heat, well, 60-degree heat. Of, of Tampa this week. How do you see us faring these last four weeks? And can we keep the Ravens even with us 
till that last week and hopefully beat them week 18. I don't think we can talk about injuries when you're looking at the guys who lead the division and what they've got going on with injuries, right? So I don't, with the Ravens, and I'm not going to try to compare it, but they, everyone's dealing with something at this point in the season. I would say this year, it's all about adaptation. This team has been able to adapt to adversity, to not having Jamar, to having Joe, re, you know, figure out the offensive line, starting with a bad record, having that target on their back. And I know, Jim, you were telling me that you might have one Logan Wilson on the show soon. I had a had a about 45 minute chat with him today. And it'll it'll be on up in Adams later this week. And I asked him, like, do you think of, do you guys talk about the Super Bowl loss? Do you even and they don't talk about it at all? He said it is something that he thinks about, of course, because everyone's hungry for that ring. But he sort of convinced me that the mentality of this locker room is that it's still just as special. Everyone's just as hungry. Uh, and that it's all coming together at the right time. He made me feel confident in Zach Taylor, who I sometimes have a couple gripes with, with some in-game calling, and, and now he is that guy, and he convinced me that seeing him get mad at Jamar Chase for that taunting penalty with that whole Reed situation was a great thing, and he is fiery, and he is that guy. So I think they can get it done. And Logan Wilson, I mean, come on, 17 tackles in this game, unbelievable. Please. If they can keep it going, what DJ Reader is doing defensively, what this team is doing, uh, I could. I was jumping on my couch for that Jesse Bates touchdown, Let me or uh, interception, let me tell you. Yeah, we're with you. We're with you. All right, we're going to bring on a couple guys here that are part of our crew. We're going to kind of, we had too cool. many too many spots, so we're going to bring on uh, let's bring on uh, Tony the Tiger. You might not recognize him, but on game day, he is a very yes. professionally <laughs> painted. Uh, but you're not may not recognize him. Tony, welcome, big dog. Uh, what up? What up, Kay? How are you doing? Hey, you you look nothing like I remember you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Tony up. I'm not Tony up right now, but I uh, appreciate you coming on the show. Hey, I had a quick question for you on the. End of October, you were blessed with uh, a prize from uh, our Bengals, and you put it up on up an Adam wall. Yes, it's a beautiful white and black uh, helmet. Uh, what did you think about that uh, Thursday night game where we uh, introduced that helmet? And uh, what is your favorite, the white and black or the orange and black? Oh, both. And I think they should interchange it and, and surprise me and not tell me what they're wearing until they hit the field. Uh, obviously, such a special look, a classic look. I could not believe that they were nice enough at the organ as an organization to send me that helmet. I'm proud to have it up there. Uh, and I hope they rock them a little more often than they have. Although, of course, or I mean, or I look gray and orange. So it's so do you, Tiger. So like, we're, Tony, we, we got this. We got this on lock. I will say one thing I wanted to get out there is that when I was talking to Logan Wilson, I asked him, you know, I told them like last year was such a magical ride. If there was one word that sort of describes what this team is like or why you went to the Super Bowl, I asked him, hey, Logan, like if you were writing a book and I asked you, what's the first chapter on what makes a team go to the Super Bowl? And he said unselfishness. And it's a word that I hear from every Bengals player that I talk to, T. Higgins, Logan, Joe Burrow, his you know associates, uh, that unselfishness is what's leading this team. And because they still have that, I just wanted to get that out there. Remember that word, unselfishness, when it comes to this guy and which teams do or not make the playoffs and get really far. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's a that's a great answer. So, Tony, we'll bring you back here in a minute. Um, move from the string. I got another buddy here, and then we're going to go to some viewer questions. Kay, this is uh, – this is my buddy Mark right here. So, Kay, uh, Mark, I know you had a question for Kay. How you doing, Kay? Um, so I, I have a comment and a question. So last year, actually, you know, the game you came to was the San Francisco game, and sadly we lost. But I can tell you that watching that game, especially the second half performance, is really what made me believe that we could beat any team in the NFL. And, you know, we went to the Super Bowl. 
So I just wanted to cordially invite you to the Monday night game, January 2nd, Buffalo Bills <laughs> in Cincinnati. I don't know if you'll be busy. You know, Times Square, hopefully the, the champagne wears off, but you could come down and visit us <laughs> in Cincinnati. And my question is, what is it like to be from the best journalism school in the country of University of Missouri? <laughs> For James, James is wondering this. Okay, that's an inside joke. We have a, a resident Syracuse fan on here, which was the best journalism show. So that's okay. That's well, I'm going to have a controversial answer, so I hope everyone's uh -oh. ready for this. Um, I'll say this: I have, I don't know if I can say anything, but there is a plan in motion to get me to Cincinnati for that game, for the Monday night Bill situation. Breaking, breaking news. Breaking. Okay. Okay, I, I personally will get the Bengal bus and pick you up from the airport. Whatever you need, you let us yes. know. We will take we care need, of you, I promise. I might, I might have to do up and Adams from the Bengal bus is the issue. So maybe we'll if it. you have Wi-Fi, then we can make it happen. That's what we'll do it. we're we'll, looking uh, to it. We'll I, have, I have to get out there. I have to get yeah. out there for a game. I can't imagine a better game, a more meaningful game. Uh, and yes, champagne will be included, of course, in that thought. Uh, as far as Mizzou, crazily enough, I went. To, I grew up in Chicago, went to Mizzou. I went there because I, I had a scholarship. It was the, the school that gave me the most, and that's the, what dictated where I was going to go. Of course, I had these like grand notions of Boston University and USC and all that, but I didn't get any scholarship money. So I ended up at Mizzou, which was a bit of a culture shock because I went to school down Downtown Chicago, very diverse situation to you know the University of Missouri and their journalism school. I dropped out of their journalism school. <laughs> See, I dropped out. Uh, hey, this is live. This is live. We got between, millions of people watching. Yeah, somewhere between year one and year two, because the broad and it is a really beautiful school. Very a broadcast. If you want to be. You know, Frost, Nixon, Walter Cronkite, absolutely. But uh, I always knew that I wanted to be a little looser, more of a personality, and it became really abundantly clear. Luckily enough, Mizzou was very good at, you know, weeding that out and letting you come to that answer. So I knew right away that I wanted to go more the entertainment route and more the sports route. So communications ended up being what I majored in. Okay, oh, and one more so quick thing. I promised you last time that I would get you some Buskin double butter cake. But it was gone before you got to the tailgate. So I will have some for you when you come this time. Everybody just keep tweeting, keep tweeting the Bengals that I need to come in town that weekend. That was for that game. Help me out, guys. Yeah. Mark, we'll bring you back in here in a minute, buddy. All right, Kay, we'll just go to a few viewer questions here, James. I know we have like hundreds and hundreds yeah. of them right now. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna tell you, I mean. I don't know if you really can comprehend how much this city and this fan base, not even just in this city, but across the country internationally, how much they love it. You're part of this. You're part of this fan base, whether you want to be or not. We love you. I'm so proud. I don't deserve it. And I'm, I'm so grateful. And I got to say, what a show. What an amazing show. And people have been tweeting me and texting me and hitting me up on Instagram and my DMs about coming on the show and, and the success you guys have had. It's incredible. And I mean, Bengals, I'm, I'm not just saying this, like you are doing your thing. You're doing your thing in media. You too, James, Tom, everybody that's coming on. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a thrill. And I'm really proud. We have, we're having fun, Kay. We're having fun. Good. All right, here's a question from Bengals Nation. Obviously, we, we talked about so many Bengals fans fell in love with, with you and what you did on, on GMF, but this year you introduced a, a new gig. Um, for those that uh, maybe haven't tuned in or wondered what happened, tell us about the the new gig and, and how um, Bengals fans can tune in and watch and, and keep seeing that smiling face. 
No, and I appreciate it so much. We try to share as much as we can on social media. I know it's a bit of a, of a different swing. Uh, it's on FanDuel TV, which is the old TVG network. Uh, and we're working to build that programming, but you can see a lot of it on YouTube or clips that we share uh, on Twitter. And Good Morning Football, you know, I did it for six years. It was so fun. I felt like I did great work there. I won an Emmy my last year. And it was a decision of do I want to stay there for four more years or do I want to grow? I think, you know, six years to me is a really long time. So I was ready to try something different. FanDuel, very invested. I'm sure you guys know that McAfee uh, in content and letting people do what they want, sort of allowing freedom. So I'm still working to get everything done with the NFL. It has been tougher sledding than I thought or would have wanted, of course. Um, I love the NFL media group. I love everyone uh, out there, out here in LA and of course in New York at Good Morning Football. But the show is an hour long. It's me and lots of different kinds of guests. Anybody from... Sean Payton to Chris Collinsworth uh, to Brandon Marshall to Logan Wilson, who will be on Lawrence Guy, who had a sack in the game um, on Monday night over the Cardinals. He's uh, you know the Patriots Walter Payton Man of the Year. So that's just yes, it's really me and guests, and I love it because I kind of get to do what I want every day, and I love interviewing people one on one, and that's something that uh, is a nice new. Change. All right. So Thank you for that answer. Another question, and a lot of people are asking this, you did a lot of fantasy football when you when you first started. Did you ever think that the, the level of excitement, involvement, how important that is during the NFL year would just keep rising the way it is? I did, and I'm not, you know, I'm no trailblazer, and I, I was late to fantasy football, but I was one of the first – I mean, I helped launch, I launched, my show launched SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio. And right away, I knew it was a natural fit. I knew it was going to just keep growing as it did. I think the best person and example of it is Matthew Barry, who was the perfect mix of talent and passion, um, vision and opportunity for ESPN with what he did. And I always sort of looked up to him in that way. And I always had a chip on my shoulder at how network weren't ready to incorporate fantasy football, right? They just weren't. And then we had convinced DirecTV to give give me a, a, a channel uh, that's with Red Zone that nobody really watched, but I loved it. And it was great called the Fantasy Zone. And so uh, I always knew that it would have a big impact because everyone played and people, you know, national media, as you guys know, really hard to move quickly, really hard to adapt really hard to change a narrative on a team. Uh, and I never had a problem with that. So I've always really embraced challenging people on that. And I think sports betting, actually, you know, I don't do a betting show. Actually, as anybody can tell, I don't know anything about betting. I don't, but I'm learning. I think it's important to be on the right side of it. I think it's the future. I think it's not going away. And so I, I like, I'm not afraid to be the first person that's kind of the first fantasy football wave of on TV, on Yahoo, on NBC Sports, and now um, with FanDuel TV, I'm kind of doing that same thing. So you got to take risks, or, or what are you doing? Hey, hey James, let me let me add something here real quick, and we'll get to another viewer question. Kate, just talk about. I mean, when you first got into the industry, it seemed to be dominated by male males males at the end of the day. So, what glass ceilings you did you think you broke through? I mean, just what what challenges did you have to get where you're at today? Because I'm sure there had to be some challenges for you. Oh, Jim, it's a good question. I mean, I can't say I was I was one of the first or there's so many women that came before me and pioneered and had it so hard um, that I, I did not. I, I feel like I can't 
adequately or graciously speak to it. Uh, and, and those women are still kicking ass in this sport and, not, and, and, and covering it. Someone I look up to dearly is Andrea Kramer, um, who's a Hall of Famer. She's an absolute legend. And she's always told me that credibility is everything. She's been tough on me. When it comes to things, and I've always, uh, I've always looked up to that. I think the the, the network of women now in in sports. I can't speak to how it used to be, but very supportive of one another, very for one another. There's room for everybody, and I think that was probably one of the biggest issues. Is that I always sort of felt this. There's one seat for one woman at each table. So you're even if you like her, you're against her, and that's your competition. And it sort of was. I mean, we were made to feel that way, I think, a little bit. Um, and I, I don't feel that uh, quite as much anymore. And that's the work of of a, a lot of women and a lot of men uh, being on the right side of it. So I'm, I'm happy about that. I think the way I, glass ceilings I pushed through, probably none. Um, and I always just kind of focused on doing good work and, and outworking everybody and not focusing on that. I will say... I did, I was never, a, I, my wardrobe choices, I think were controversial to many front office, front desk, corner office people at first with, uh, I liked, I wanted to wear what I wanted to wear. And I think that that was a little zig when people weren't ready for it. There you go. There you go. I will do one more viewer question and we'll close with one comment with you. Okay. So I know you got to get, so James, go ahead with one more. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen on, on social media, the Bengal boys are somebody's, uh, a group of guys from Nashville. We had on the show uh, probably about a, a month ago do some great um, parodies. They're asking, do you have any song recommendations for them? Song recommendations. I mean, have they done it? Have, didn't they do a Hall of Notes? What are the ones that they do do with Reader and I? Yeah. Was it, yeah. Yes. Was it Hall of Notes? Wait a minute. What's up? Hey, Alex, I know Alex is there. Type it in. What song was it? Because I literally listened to it today. I almost put the video up today. We'll get that so for you. Good. They've done it such was, great work. Oh, they're, they're the best. Well, Alex types that in. Going back to the can we do Tom? Book. Can we do a Tom Petty song? That's what I would like. Uh, okay. Let's, let's play homage to the legend. And Tom Petty, I feel like he's got lots of songs that sort of cater to parody. We can let's do this thing, Bangle right. Boys. And congrats on the success, but they are incredible. <laughs> I agree. They do great work. Going back to the fantasy football side, we've, we've had a, a fantasy football league for going back to the last two years. Just so you know, Bengal Jim is the perennial basement champion. I think he wins an average of, of two games a year, and um, he needs all the fantasy football. I know you got a busy schedule, but if you can help him with any fantasy football, race, he would uh, he would greatly appreciate it. What, Jim? Okay, it's okay. I'm picking – if, when I'm done picking all the Bengal players that are left, I pick like Andy Dalton, AJ Green. I pick former players, you know. Sometimes it, it works out. Most of the time it doesn't. I'm just saying. Let me just tell you, it, I wouldn't say most of the time. That never works out, my friend. <laughs> the number one rule in fantasy football is don't draft with your heart. But that's uh, why you're you, Jim, and you were never made to be good at fantasy football. You were made to lead this fan base. It's just yeah, he won't pick a Steeler. He won't pick a Brown. <laughs> he won't pick a Raven either. Lamar Jackson like falls to the fifth yeah. round. Jim's yeah. like, no. nope, not, not, a not a chance. He won't draft. Right. <laughs> All right, so we'll close with this. I, I just, I mean, I talk about this fan base. I don't want for clarity. It's not just the fan base here in Cincinnati, which is unbelievable and, and love you to death. It's across the country and internationally. Just for example, tonight I'm getting messages. Um, we have people from Germany, Scotland, Mexico, Canada, England, and Spain right now watching, Kay, because you're on. And, and these are diehard Bengal fans. A lot of these folks come in a game or two a year and tailgate with us. We got this giant map where people put a pin in. 
where they're from, but you have, <laughs> it's not just Bengal fans here in Cincinnati. It's, it's across the country and we appreciate you. But the last question I do want to ask, can you just briefly, I know you talked about it last year and we'll, we'll let you go after this. Elizabeth Blackburn, how special she is. And, and, you know, I've been a fan, Tom and I have been fans longer than anybody on our show, right? Just a long, long time. Some very lean years in the nineties and, and some good years. And last year was an amazing run, but the culture here over the past two or three years, it's obvious. I mean, you, you, you can see that things have changed the game day experience, the rural, the jungle, um, you know, everything that's going on uh, that right now for the fan experience, Elizabeth is part of, but talk about your impression of Elizabeth when she reached, I think she reached out to you about coming in town last year, correct? She did. And I had never met her, her before. And I figured, you know, I've been invited to, lots of teams for lots of different events and lots of wonderful charity stuff and games and all that. Uh, I'm, I don't believe in uh, someone that involved with the ownership group and with the team ever took the entire day to hang out with me. And that's what she did. And I met family and I ate her, you know, family's chili recipe. And she, she made it, she made me a bing. Elizabeth made me a bingo card with all of the Cincinnati things I had to do before I left, including going to graders and stopping by this tailgate and doing this and that. So she was with me from step, you know, one until I got to the gate at the, at the airport. And we, you know, I texted her after the game this past week and said five in a row, we're back. Let's, let's do this. Um, I, it's, it's a sad thing that on the national level, the, the difference in culture doesn't really register, in my opinion. And we see the team changes, but I think a lot of it's put on Joe Burrow, right? A lot of it is when you're we're talking about the desks and the national radio shows and all of that. And it's really something I also will admit I didn't give credit to before I went to Cincinnati. And I went in every tailgate and it was a long day. Like my feet hurt at the end of that day. And we went and every person we saw, man, Elizabeth either knew or acted like she knew because she was just really engaged with them and people were coming up to her and thanking her for the work that she's done. And it's beyond ruler of the jungle. It's beyond this, but it's, it's um, establishing a culture that is, is new that revitalizes. It's not easy to change things in the NFL. It is simply not. It's not easy to change a narrative. It's just not. We're still talking about the Cowboys. They won, you know, when they haven't won in how long. We're still, you know, the Bears, we hearken back to 1986. Like, it's just what we do. We don't let go of things and we don't like to change. And uh, and she's been such a huge driving force of that. And, and I don't know what drives her. I don't know if it's her family ties, her love for the city, but there's something that, that Elizabeth has just built of where she supports fans in their experience in a way that every NFL team should. That's awesome. So just to let you know, there was a comment there, I think, by uh, Craig, uh, who owns a 30-foot-tall inflatable big burrow, Joe Burrow inflatable. <laughs> coming down from the Monday Night Football game, you'll see it. But he said, we're at $92,000 for charities this year. And by the time you come in, by the time you come in uh, for the Monday Night game, hopefully – uh, we will be at a hundred grand uh, for charities, and we appreciate you coming in last year, tailgating with us. It was a Toys for Tots drive that you brought bags of toys in. Um, okay, I just want to say thank you for being part of this, and, and you would not believe the response. You saw your Twitter post and about what should I wear. You guys pick. Uh, you had hundreds and hundreds of comments uh, and Bengal fans and and non-Bengal fans engaged in that conversation. So. 
Uh, just keep doing what you're doing. You, you're killing it. Wait, wait, wait. What aspect of this? We're raising that that number is for one charity, or tell me what that's. So we're we're at ninety two thousand. That's about fifteen charities. Uh, actually, let me bring Tony on. Uh, Tony, Tony, we're at what ninety around ninety two thousand for how many charities? Tony, you're on mute, buddy. Sorry. Yeah, uh, we just started our sixteenth charity. K um, ninety two thousand dollars at what Bengal Nation has earned um, for us this year. Unprecedented. Toys for Tots. I know you were part of that last year. We're at over uh, 950 toys this year already. We're going to wow. break a uh, break a thousand as well. So uh, yeah, the the fan base here, as you talked about, is amazing. Um, we're a very giving uh, fan base, and uh, I, I can't wait to see you on Monday night. Uh, my tweet went out by the way uh, to Up at Adams. Bring K yeah. bring K to the Natty. Uh, so that's been posted. So hopefully we'll see you. Tony, keep it going. Okay, so I so how do people donate? Uh, we do a lot of different things. Uh, we have uh, raffles at our tailgates uh, for different charities. We do a duck race here on the show. Um, and, you know, it's it's just a lot of fun. Um, it's a great time. And I would okay. like to Jimmy and Tony, is, is there a way for Kay to buy a duck? Yeah. For, Kay, Kay, to win the Logan think... Wilson jersey? What's yeah, the so... next thing? Give, what's the next thing that's happening? Right now, we're in the middle of a two-week um fundraiser for Logan Wilson uh, donated a, a game used Jersey that he wore against the Steelers uh, about three weeks ago. Uh, there's a family not too far from him lives down the street that uh, the, the mother uh, of this family has uh, a serious breast cancer. Uh, a lot of they're having trouble making ends meet hospital bills, the whole nine yards. Logan Wilson donated that Jersey. And what we do Kay, is uh, we have a link set up where people can donate $50 for every $50 you donate, you get a duck. And then next Tuesday, uh, next Tuesday, we're going to have Logan Wilson on the show. He's going to be part of the duck race where basically we have everybody that buys a duck, their name gets put on a duck. Tom's our duck caller, like a horse race. We press play and uh, whoever wins that duck race wins that jersey. So you a can buy a duck? No, it's a, it's like a, a randomizer. It's just a duck on a screen. Um, yeah, say, Peter, no, Peter, Peter, Peter would get us in trouble. We, we, we do not. Uh, I was like, I cannot be associated. Peter will come back. Not, no, we're no, not. no, 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 no. This it's uh, okay. It's all, it's all virtual, but it's so okay. I can buy one duck. Okay, I would like to buy a thousand dollars worth of ducks. How do I do that? I will send you the link as soon as we get okay. off of it. All right, so that means that we're up to ninety-three thousand something. Yes. By the time I'm there, hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, I'd like to see that number into the six figures. So let's do it, guys. You're awesome. So, Kate, did you really think we were like stapling names on ducks and stuff and, and running around? I didn't, your home? I didn't know. I didn't. I mean, I don't know every tradition in Cincinnati. I don't know. So, I had to ask. Tune okay. in next week to see who wins. Okay. Uh, Kate, thanks so much for your time. You mean a lot. We love you. And uh, we'll, we'll see you in Cincinnati, hopefully, Monday night. We'll see you in the damn Super Bowl again. Anytime, send that link. We'll just win the North first, would you? Right. I got it. I got it. Go we win the North, kids. All right. Bye, All right. guys. Day, well. day. Day. See you. Wow, that's awesome. She just donated a thousand bucks to us. Are we going to need three heats now? Well, let's maybe, uh, we might want to put that. Well, Jimmy, talk to Kay. We might, we can, it doesn't have to be for the duck race. We can. She literally already has it ready to go, but uh, she can just donate, right? Not doesn't have to be, uh, you know, for a duck for her. She wants to help out uh, that charity, which is really cool. Her face, her face when you were explaining the duck race was 
yeah, I, I, I knew that was going to go. That just when you say duck race, it's oh south. But what is it? It's all. You had the look of concern. Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, Toys for Tots, Maddie's House. Who, who are the other ones I'm forgetting, Tony, off the top of your head? We did the Animal Shelter. Yeah, animal we did the uh, Animal Shelter, Parkinson's. We've done um, uh, the Marathon for the Shoes uh, for the Drowning um, um, Teachings. I mean, we've done so many. It's, it, you know, Joe KA, Burrow Foundation, CMA. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, we'll we will um, we'll probably be listing everybody that's watching and viewing right now. We'll do a kind of a, a post to kind of give you an idea at some point. Every charity and every dollar to each one of those charities. We've been very transparent. Uh, we've been posting, uh, you know, receipts. Uh, Tony did another one today or yesterday. Another receipt kind of showing where the money's going. It's very important when we do stuff like this. If if the money's going directly to the foundation, that's one thing. If we have to handle it and get it to the the foundation, we will be posting receipts because we think that's critically important to continue to to hold your trust as we we earn money for these uh, these charities. Uh, but guys, let's. Uh, I know we're running a little late, but uh, Kate was awesome. But uh, we've got a new. Uh, see if I can find this. I know my buddy. Uh, I got it ready to go. You ready? Let's go and hit it. There's a there's a new two minute warning. Mark, and kick us off, brother. All right. Uh, feels like I say this every week, but I'm really interested to see how we handle this game. Uh, we had a very tough division game at home. Now we're going on the road, facing Tom Brady out of town. A little nicer weather. I think uh, Tony Romo and Jim Nance. So it's the you know the national game, four o'clock game. So I'm just interested to see how this team plays. Um, I know you guys are going to go now. Be safe. Have a great time in Tampa and bring back the dub for us. Who day? Tony? Yeah, I'm just glad to get that thorn out of our side. I've been saying it uh, for the last uh, couple of days, getting that big W, Victory Monday. City up north is no longer a, uh, a curse for our band, Mr. Burrow, uh, so we can continue to make these wins. Looking forward to Tampa. Uh, we're all going down there. We're going to have a good time, and uh, we'll uh, keep on saying they have to play us. Tom? I'll quote uh, Chevy Chase from Caddyshack. The Bengals can make, make, make their own future. And uh, they have it all right there. We do have, uh, you know, there are weeks you're beat up and there are weeks you're crippled by injuries. The Bengals are very beat up this week, but they keep finding a way. So uh, hopefully we find a way. I believe they will this Sunday against the legend and come home with another victory and then uh, go from there. But they have everything they need to go ahead and, and beat Tampa on Sunday. I think they will, Jim. All righty. Um, yes, Tampa. And here's a comment from from Chuck, our latest uh, two-minute warning. Is there something wrong with that? Yes, there is definitely <laughs> something wrong with that. Uh, with that new guy, with that um, Chuck, if you're a fan and what you want to do your own uh, two-minute warning, there's here. We're first time ever. If you want to submit a, a two-minute warning quick snippet, Send it um, to us, and we'll get that to our executive producer, Jamie, who is um, not here tonight, um, and, and get that added to the show. But uh, Tampa, um, those of you that bought tickets, we'll see you at the at the tailgate on, on Sunday. Unfortunately, we are limited by space. Um, we are in the shadows of Raymond James or whatever it's called now, but um, – would uh, would those with tickets love for you to um, to join us? Um, there will be something happening Saturday night. Did, I don't know if we released those details yet, Jimmy. 
I have not posted it. I, I think you're done with that graphic, but uh, we'll, we'll probably post that tonight or first thing in the morning. So there's there's that as well. And um, if you're watching at home, cheer um, cheer loud. Let's uh, let's keep the winning streak going. Let's sweep the um, NFC South there. And uh, as everybody said, it's uh, they got to play us. The uh, we control our our destiny. And um, look forward to uh, to coming back from from Florida with a um, with a win. I think somebody did ask if there's ducks still available. Uh, yes, there are uh, ducks available. Um, we will reroute uh, the money that um, that Kay's going to do, so don't worry about it. She's not going to buy a thousand ducks and have five hundred to one odds. Um, you know, I was very generous of her for that for that donation. But um, as always, thank everybody for for their generosity. We'll hit that um, six figure goal and and um, keep rolling, Jimmy. Yeah, man, I, I just uh, you know mortified now that. You know, um, Kay had flashbacks of WKRP Turkey Drop, uh, you know, uh, when she heard we were we were putting names on people's ducks and probably throwing them in the river or something. I don't know. But uh, uh, I would like to thank everybody for, for tuning in tonight. I know everybody was extremely excited about Kay coming on. Big Burrow was awesome tonight, as usual. Um, I, I, I just I just can't words can't can't put it into words. The. I, I never my wildest dreams 30 years ago that I ever think we would touch anything like a hundred grand guys. And you guys are awesome. Um, and, and at no point should any of us use I, because this is a, we, and when I say we, it's you that's viewing and everybody that's watching, that's participating in this, making this happen. Thank you so much. Uh, you guys are awesome. Um, and we got a special announcement uh, next week, guys. Uh, I'm going to kick it off right now. I think Kay gave it a, we got Logan Wilson on. Uh, coming next week as well. So uh, Logan wanted to be on. Uh, we weren't going to do the duck race with him, but he said, I want to be on for the duck race. So it'll be the first time I think an, an actual, the, the actual guest will actually be on for the duck race. So Logan Wilson will be on next week with us and uh, we'll see you down in Tampa. We got an event uh, Saturday late afternoon and uh, the tailgate, if you got tickets, um, we'll see you down. And if you don't have tickets, we apologize. We have limited space. Uh, we could have had thousands of people at this tailgate. We were very landlocked uh, where we were. So um, if you can't make it to the tailgate or didn't buy a ticket to the tailgate, we'll see you back up here uh, in Cincinnati for the Buffalo game. But we thank you guys. We appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll, we'll see you next uh, next Tuesday night. Who day, everybody. Who day. Mm -hmm.